0: Hello, everyone. It's me, Allison. The show is about to start, but just real fast, a quick reminder. I want to tell you guys, um, if you are doing some shopping, perhaps some Black Friday shopping, holiday shopping, et cetera. Like uh, Christmas-type shopping? Christmas-type, any sort of shopping at all. I have put together some lists on Amazon.
1: Lists with things on
0: them? Daniel, just... Pipe down for one second. Beauty stuff, makeup stuff, home stuff, kids stuff, podcast equipment, books I recommend, all of this stuff. and Daniel's stuff? Oh yeah, Daniel's Corner, where I put stuff that I know that he likes. But Daniel has recently gotten way more involved, and he put together a special Christmas Spectacular gift guide for you.
1: You guys will not even believe it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what's on there, but it's literally of some things, lots of that things, I love. and well, a whole big
0: tough. caption explaining you his process. If you know someone who's
1: exactly like me, they are gonna love it.
0: And here's where you go to see all of this: Amazon.com/slash/shop/slash/Allison Rosen. Amazon.com/slash/shop/slash/Allison
1: Rosen. And we'll be adding to it. It's nonstop, you guys. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here's the show.
1: Bye.
0: You guys, I lied. I said the show was starting right now, but I have one more quick announcement. I'm co-hosting a new podcast. It's brand new. It's called Upworthy Weekly. I'm co-hosting it with a guy named Todd Perry, who I'm having so much fun with, although he is wrong about so many things, especially Christmas music, but also other stuff. But anyway, uh, Upworthy Weekly, we come out on Saturdays. Please give it a listen. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps out the show so much, especially because we are brand new. As I've said between one and four times right now, I've lost track. But anyway, please give it a listen. Uh, it's a lighthearted news podcast. We're taking a look at the most popular and engaging stories from the week before that ran on Upworthy. And it's uh, it's just what your holidays need. And then when the holiday, when we're past the holidays, it's just what... That part of the year needs. It's just exactly what you need. Please listen to it upworthy weekly, new episodes, every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's a comedian and man who's perfectly emotionally calibrated for this moment in time, which is to say he can't stop screaming. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a producer and writer who's off getting mad rich off her board OD NFTs. It's Wendy Molino. Tone Zone is here to ask if it's okay to sign up to be your hero. I'm her husband Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison, Rosen. Friend.
0: hello my little little debbie nutty bars it's me allison welcome to another exciting episode of allison rosen is your new best friend that particular carbohydrate was sent in on patreon patreon by tom bossong or is it tom bossong i feel like it's bossong Tom, let me know. Anyway, uh, yes, I'm on Patreon. You can get bonus episodes of my Patreon podcast, The Friend Zone. Just did an episode with Allie Ward. Uh, before that, I had one with my Upworthy Weekly co-host, Todd Perry. We got to know him together. I did before that, our own Tony Thaxton. Um Tony pretty much Daxton. everyone you know <laughs> from my show, there's a, probably a Patreon episode with them. And when Patreon. you're trying to you get access to all those episodes also a level where you can text me i'll text you back there's also zoom parties you can submit carbohydrates and if you sign up for a year you get two months free so it's 12 months for the price of 10 anyway i'm very excited to welcome back this group it's been too long wendy molyneux hello hi welcome back thank you David Huntsberger, hello. Hello, nice to be back. Good to see you. Daniel Quantz, hi.
1: Hi, it's nice to still be here.
0: And Tony, hello. What's up, Al? Uh, Okay, so what not everyone knows is that Tony and I have a little uh, war brewing in terms of Mm -hmm. nicknames. Because now, Wendy, I know everyone here knows that we've been trying to find a nickname for Tony, but he one day called himself the bad boy of podcasting. So now on my Monday shows, I always refer to him as the self proclaimed, self professed, self anointed, etc. bad boy of podcasting. And so now he started calling me Al. And I don't, I was thinking about it. There are people in my life that I love who call me al occasionally but then there's tony who's just getting those owls in knowing it's not my favorite and the reason it's not my favorite is because when i was a kid sometimes and i don't i don't think this was a comment on my size i think it was in addition to my size they would call me big al
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i call you what that's not what i call you
0: that's what i hear (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, that's on you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now, self-proclessed, self-professed bad boy of podcasting is just going to call me Al nonstop. It's okay. I just wanted to let everyone know. Um, now when Betty
1: calls you, does she call you Al? What? When Betty calls you, does she call you Al?
0: When Betty calls me, does she call me Al? From the song.
2: Come on. From the song, on, Al. Call From the me song. Al. Oh. Thank you, Wendy. Da,
0: da, 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 da. Honestly, the only <laughs> lyrics I know are bodyguard, long lost pal, you can call me Al. I can call you Betty. And Got Betty, it. when you call me.
1: Yeah. You can call me Al.
0: Well, you can call me Betty. Anyway, um, look, I'm just here trying to take you all through a... S- scary haunted house of the mind you can draw your own conclusions yeah draw your own conclusions
3: <laughs> it's not <laughs> that's my what job. comedy is comedy isn't here to be funny or entertain or connect with you it is to take you through a scary ha- mental mental haunted, haunted house, house. <laughs> that's Thank what you. everybody always says you know what i want to relax and go down the <laughs> flappers and go through a, a demented <laughs> mental haunted house
1: spooky haunted i did house
3: that for i don't um, want like any
4: that was a yeah. one-person show I did for like a month, and I would yeah. – I had one of those long stem cigarette holders, and I Ooh. would walk around on the stage and just kind of tear through emotional turmoil things I was dealing mm-hmm. with and then tap the cigarette and go, I, I don't know. You, you, you draw your own conclusions. You figure it out. <laughs> and it was so poorly reviewed, but it's nice to hear that I, I was on the right track. I knew what I was doing.
3: Yeah. yeah anything that's like nice and fun, people think is – like I told my kids this year, I was like, you think this is fucking Christmas? No <laughs> we're going through a spooky mental haunted house this morning, yeah you're not getting a that's, fucking truck. you're going in here
1: That's the job of, of a Santa Claus yeah,
3: yeah. It, that's right the job yeah.
0: of a the job of a Santa Claus it's not, it's not the job of a mom, The job of a mom is not to take care of you. it's uh-uh. not to make you feel safe, it's not to tuck you in, it's to take you through a spooky mental haunted house and let me that's, tell you.
1: One thing I definitely want from my comedians are people who take themselves very seriously, very seriously. not people, and not people who have an yeah. outlook on the world of not taking things too seriously. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> I don't
0: I want to be reminded of um, joy when I yeah. see. Con- I don't. Some I don't ta- audiences think that they want to laugh, but they're wrong. They actually. If I'm not offended.
1: Scared. It's not funny.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're a- so happy that. I changed because cigarette holder era, leather jacket, mm-hmm. brooding. I mean, just angry. And yeah, it took me a while to come around. I still don't, I still want to, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to fully give in to silliness because I want to like make you feel bad. And, you know, it's hard yeah. for me to pull back those reins a little bit.
1: Right. Right. But, like if you're a, a victim of abuse, I need, I want to challenge. Your <laughs> boundaries. That's that's what I want to do. Is <laughs> yeah,
4: I for just anyone. keep thinking of people showing up, going, "Hi, I'm here for the Santa Claus position." Okay, <laughs> well, I don't know if they describe what you do, but, but you, your
3: job. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! And then on the other hand, when I go to you know see a serious dramatic play, I want some giggles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm if I'm at Flappers, I expect Spooky Mental Health ha- ha- House disturbing. If I go to the Mark Taper Forum to see, like, the newest mm-hmm. play popping off Broadway here in L.A., get me giggling, please. Yeah. yeah. Equus, you Very You funny. want a, a, a
4: performer on stage who, like, looks to the crowd and breaks the wall and kind of, eh, like, palms up. Like, <laughs> I take nothing seriously. That yes. is what I like. A little, just ease the tension a little.
0: That's my yeah. favorite part of Les Mis, when Jean Valjean looks at the audience and and, and shrugs, like, you know, <laughs> like Jim from The Office is yeah. what the reviews always say. In case anyone doesn't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was just about f-
3: to say, are your is your audience extremely online enough to know what this is all about?
0: This was, <laughs> you know how they not. say there's like one main character on Twitter every day and you don't want to be the main character. Um, in response to all the Joe Rogan of it all, Whitney Cummings tweeted this very... Uh, It was just like bait for being made fun of. Self-important tweet about like, Comedians didn't sign up to be your hero. The job of a comedian – no, our job, excuse me. Our job is to be irreverent and something and to take you through a spooky, mental, haunted house. And
4: uh... <laughs> Oh, I didn't know this was a reference to something. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was Whitney Cummings' tweet. <laughs> okay. yeah.
0: We as comedians didn't – comedians didn't sign up to be your hero. Um, our job is to be irreverent and By something. By the way, they
1: literally did – some comedians literally do sign up through a
0: spooky mental haunted house so you arrive at your own conclusions and i mean it was like the ratio as (laughs) they i mean mark maron wrote back you forgot you forgot to add to be fun i mean people just it was just nonstop all day anyway moving on let's get to the important stuff which is uh we've got some well, there's a lot of stuff we need to get to. Um, I have a new thing that I hate and that I think people should be arrested for. Um, This might require a hey, go fuck yourself, Tony. So I have now received two or three emails with the subject line, is everything okay? Now, I don't know how this would affect you guys. But when I see that, I like almost seize. I'm like, oh shit, did I forget to – because to me, is everything okay – In a subject line is so aggressive and it makes me go like, oh, fuck, has someone tried to be tried to get in touch with me and I haven't responded Mm -hmm. to them? Is everything okay? to me is like, are you mad at me? Which for some reason gives me a heart attack. I don't know why it makes me so nervous. And then I open up the email and it's this. Hi there. I just wanted to reach out and make sure your decorative trays arrive to your Mm. satisfaction. (laughs) It's from an Amazon seller. That was one. Another one was wanting to see if I liked the candles because I haven't reviewed them yet. And then another one was wanting to see if I liked the shirt because I haven't reviewed it yet. So company – and that one said, is everything okay, Allison? So if you are part of a company and your social Mm. media team or whoever is handling this, your your comm team says – we gotta put, is everything okay in a subject line? I say to you, hey, 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 go
2: fuck yourself.
0: Don't do it. It gets the attention of the customer, but it makes them, if they're me, hate you and think, I never want to buy something from you ever again. Cause you could have just said, are you enjoying your decorative tray or do you, hey, do you like your shirt or is everything okay with your candle? But What's just funny- is everything okay?
1: It's kind of passive aggressive. And, and, and it is. When I hear it, it, it makes me feel like they, like I'm expected to have done this already.
0: Yeah. It makes me feel so like I'm like, in trouble.
1: Yeah. Like, is everything okay? You haven't reviewed this yet. Are we cool? <laughs> I, think I really hate time it
3: time about how it used to be that you would just go like, and I'm not like, Oh, I wish things were the way they used to be. And I'm a, Oh, that's right. you. That's what we that's all me. think. That's me. I, I try to embrace in the, past. The, the present and future as far as I can. But one thing, Oh, I'm so sorry. My phone is ringing. I stopped it. I Stopped it. I'm so sorry. Was that on that's the That's Okay.
2: Team? It um, might've
3: been. Who was it? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Um, Probably just, you know, probably someone trying to get me to review some shoes. Yeah. I didn't answer true. the email. But I, the one thing I do miss is that you would just, if you purchase something, you bought it, no one ever knew, no one ever cared, and no one ever asked you. But I really, truly hate the review your thing. Yes. Emails. It's just like if you're busy and you already have kids and a job and et cetera, et cetera, even if you don't, it's like, no, no one wants this. Literally no one wants this. Be added to their email list
0: forever and ever. I actually just did something which I should have done a long time ago, which is I created an email address strictly for shopping websites. I haven't used it yet, but – what? Thank you. Once I do, oh my goodness! Do you guys do this? Because I, yeah. my email is not well organized.
4: Yeah, I have a, a dump email that I use as like a backup. But it, and then I got, I get, I'm pretty diligent about unsubscribing. I'll give people like a couple chances, and then that's that, and I unsubscribe. I do. Yeah, think you, you, like you
3: unsubscribe. I'm blocked, right? Same.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm. You, I block most people. But then right. I yeah. no,
3: I know. I've been trying to email you <laughs> for a I week. I get I get in there and it's just
4: an ice cave that I've built for myself and there's just <laughs> a sliver of light and people can put a little piece of mail down, and I grab it, I <laughs> ravage it open and read it and then I spit it out through the slot and I, I wait six more months before I accept any mail. It's a It's too yeah.
0: much. This particular booking has been years in the making.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it took just a long
0: deciding time. on the Yeah, the time took 8 months. <laughs>
4: I've I've had a number of comedian friends kind of crest a hill I don't know what you'd call it like reach a level where people want to come up to them after the show and take pictures and it's maddening to stand next to because virtually every person has to tell them why they like them at least in that beginning stage where it's it's fun for them and it's new and they're kind of famous to them and they, hey, I, I listen to you every day in the car or hey, I this, or, all of them. They'll hear someone else say it and then they watch them leave and they go over and shake hands and say exactly the same thing over and over. At
0: first I hated you because I thought no
4: one could replace Teresa, but now I like you. <laughs> but you get that and like that's this, it's a weird thing that's kind of valuable. You know, sports teams watch the game over to figure out what mm. they can do better. People that are selling things want to know. Like what if they had no clue and people were on forums going, the handles break off these mugs. So right. They like, tell us. So yeah. start these review things where they can be like, we want to be our best. So there is value in that. But then it gets so overwhelming where everyone is like, oops, you forgot to take the survey. We'll remind you in about 15 hours. And again, yes. and again, it's just – it's too much. I'm with Wendy. It's too much.
3: I always think of it as when you're in Vegas and you're walking down the Strip, and I don't know. I haven't been to Vegas for years. I'll confess, I used to go all the time. The people who have to hit the pamphlet <laughs> on their hand and yeah. then try to <laughs> you like the Nudie Club pamphlet. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I know, guys. I know where all the nudie clubs are. I don't need these pamphlets, <laughs> but um, hell yeah. <laughs> where do you think I'm going, man? <laughs> um, but like, it's that feeling of somebody trying to get your attention over and over and over. And you, you're, but you're only in Vegas for like 24, 48 hours. So you're like, whoo, I'm done. And now life has become that. And yes. so I'm like, Oh, no wonder I, all of us. Cause sometimes I go like, Oh, there've been harder times in history. There've been, why is everyone seeming so stressed out? I mean, uh, aside from COVID, I mean. And I think it's that, it's this like constant digit, like it's a digital onslaught and you're like, oh, then I should just put my phone down. But then like, if you don't text people back, they think you're being, like, it's it's not as easy as just like, I'll just put it down and walk away because now everyone kind of expects you to be in constant touch.
0: Yeah, it's a feeling of being behind a hundred percent of the time. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't love it. I don't love that either. But speaking of ha- of Wendy uh, trying to embrace the present, even though we all know she her favorite time in history was the 1950s. And I've talked to her about that, but she insists oh, it was a simpler, better time. I love
3: the nuclear war. That was one of my big things. I love the threat <laughs> of nuclear war. So I'm always like, oh, that must have been a great time.
0: Yeah. Didn't um, you? You majored in nuclear war nuclear in college. Nuclear war.
3: <laughs> yes. So if... She designed her own major. Yeah, I could probably start one. But that's a topic for another time. It's not as important as what we're about to get into. Right.
0: Wendy mentioned... something
3: you were going to say.
0: Yeah. I was going to talk about where one parts their hair. Because for... Now, if you notice, my part... Again, patreon.com slash Allison Rose. And I forgot to mention... You know, one of the big ticket items is you can see this very video right here of what we're recording. My hair is pretty Ooh. far parted, pretty far on the side, and I don't know if you guys are all aware, but it was like a big kerfuffle earlier. I saw sometime in the last year or so that uh, now all the cool people part their hair in the middle. The cool, hip, young people. Whereas the older people, which is funny, they were talking about millennials. Millennials are young to me. I'm a boomer. No, gen, we're but Gen, gen Z X. Z are
3: actually young.
0: Yeah. Um, but they were saying like moms part their hair on the side and wear skinny jeans. So anyway, Wendy confessed that she's trying to get her part to the middle. Tell us everything, girlfriend.
3: Well, I just got my hair done over the weekend. And I said, could we try parting it in the middle? And we tried. And she was like, we kind of can. Like, you can't go all the way to the middle. It like can't happen somehow. Like, your but hair won't close. allow it. it? I mean, I it don't looks know. good. It just starts to, I don't know. It just like won't quite go right down the middle.
1: Mm-hmm. You've just but... got boomer hair. Huh? No. You've got boomer hair.
3: Take that boomer back. Boomer hair? What do you mean?
1: It won't go down the middle.
3: No, I'm saying it's closer now, Daniel. I think he's making some kind of
1: political joke that I don't get. No, I'm I'm just talking. But I'm
3: not a boomer. I'm (laughs) a Gen X. Go ahead. No, I don't get it, but, I, but we want to get, the, part your beard it. down the middle, Daniel.
1: We want to <laughs> so get it. I not take anything offensive uh, other than, like, your hair. You're calling me a You're, boomer? Listen, you look, <laughs> you look super young, but your hair looks super old. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I um, no, wow. the definition I... of hair that's not down the middle is old person hair. Oh, she's saying okay. she can't do down the middle
3: i'm close though is she's what close saying. i know I'm but close, the fact man. that you can't
1: get there look i you know i'm not father time over here i'm just telling you
0: i don't watch <laughs> euphoria but i see people tweeting about it so my sense is that gen z are on drugs constantly and i think that if they were you know all feeling all loopy they would think her hair is parted in the middle
1: that's how close it i is. think your hair looks great wendy
3: they would offer her their drugs. I was drugs. hoping that this whole podcast would just be compliments to me. So this <laughs> is where, great. Here I comes one. I love compliments.
4: I when I when my hair <laughs> was really long, I there is a part of the hair that I enjoy because um, I never wanted to like do it myself. So the, I would just go out into the world. My hair would dry, and then at some point I would notice it and. It would be, it would be all over the place. Like it would just be parted where it had chosen to. And sometimes I'd grab it and kind of like, all right, that, that's absurd. But that off center one, like that, when it naturally like parted itself there, I'd be like, yeah, that's how it should be. That to me, Mm -hmm. there's something, the center is too precise. It's, there's something about it that's too weird. It's off putting. And it's the off one. That's, that's where it should be.
3: I think it works. I think that's kind I'm going of going for off-putting. That's what I want to be my vibe. <laughs> oh. You know
4: with someone then wears you like, go a stocking cap, strict yeah, with mm-hmm. a logo. You don't want the logo right in the front. You want it right where the part is. Just there's something about that. Like not quite over the eye, mm. just like inside of the eye. Draw a line <laughs> from the inside of your eye up. That's where your part should be. And I think she's done it. Yeah. I agree.
0: So
3: kudos on your part. Thank God um, I got another compliment. I love <laughs> <laughs> it. I know they make you comfortable. mean, we so comfortable. I'm going to try to <laughs> do a center it. part one of these days. I feel like... You should go... Wait, you probably have a hair lady that you like, but... Probably wait. already. Well,
0: I, I recently went to Daniel's hair person, and I did like it, and I was like, maybe she should be my hair lady, but do you have a recommendation for a hair
3: person? Because mm-hmm. I'm always... Yeah, send me your hair. Yeah, person. and I, what I like too is it's not in a salon. She has her own private space. Ooh, That's So sounds- I like that. And she has told me one time she canceled because she, her one of her clients had oh, had, had a COVID exposure or had COVID. So I feel like she's gonna tell you because you, you're like trapped in a room with her. So you are yeah. gonna get COVID if she has it. So right. I feel like she's very. Um,
4: you call it a room? I, I thought like I
3: when I it saw is you, kind you were- of a room.
2: Oh, said, go ahead. You David. Were in-
3: <laughs> no, go ahead, David. No, I want to hear it. I didn't realize you were doing a bit and I stopped you.
4: That's okay. That I want to hear it too. I was gonna say she was getting she was in the front of a station wagon and the stylist <laughs> was in the back seat. And it was generous to call it a room. But
3: yes, yeah, so I my hairstylist comes and gets me in a car. It's a mobile hairstylist. Yeah. And then we drive around. Yeah, while she cuts my hair, I drive as fast as I can. (laughs) She's in training. That's what she's going to try to do is cut race car drivers' hairs. (laughs) So I'm helping her. I get a free haircut by – she comes in her station wagon. Then I get in the front. She sits in the back with her big scissors, really big sharp scissors. And she tries to cut my hair while we drive because she wants to cut in the Indy 500. That's her dream. (laughs) Why are the scissors so big? To make it extra dangerous. Like if she can do that (laughs) for me, then she can cut an indie race car driver's hair. Because I'm not going to go 215 miles an hour like they do. But I, you know, but by making it bigger, sharper scissors, and then I just get on the freeway, I go 90, 95, cutting in and out of lanes. (laughs) Then we go drive Mulholland. And has it always worked out? I mean, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) And your hair looks good. So, so, yeah, I mean, I think she can make it. I think she can cut everyone's hair in the Indy 500 like she's streaming out. I am i don't want to get a ticket, but I do want to get one of these haircuts. Yeah, you do. So I'll, I'll send you her name and number. Thank you. I don't know in whether you want me to say her name on a podcast in case people are local, then they can go to her or whether no, that's like bad. We're, we're going to
0: gatekeep.
3: I'm on we're TikTok gatekeep. now. Yeah. And that's a. T-
0: yeah, Okay. I mean, unless unless someone wants a local hairstylist, then they can reach out to us. Yeah, then I'll tell them
3: because I love her. She's great. Yeah, I'm finally um, happy with my hairstylist.
0: I need help figuring out something. This is totally an... That By the way, I am going to share with you guys something, a conversation that should happen off mic and that a conversation that I shouldn't even run this by. You guys, I should just figure it out on my own. Um, and by the way, I think when I knew Wendy back when she was majoring in nuclear war, I think one of my key qualities was that I could not make any decision without not even it wasn't even decisions. I, my entire life involved making other people listen to a conversation that went like this. And then he said this. And then I went like this. And then he said this. What do you think it means? Is that who I was, Wendy?
3: I only remember, literally only remember that with respect to one person that you frequently had to discuss with me. <laughs> a gentleman.
0: A gentleman who one was gentleman. older or a gentleman, uh, wait a minute, they were both older. A gentleman who was very much older or a gentleman who was just a here. I can older? tell you.
3: Oh, wait, yes, this one. Remember oh, that? I don't, yes. And then a second one, you're right, later on, who was very much older.
0: I don't know. Wait, I don't know what that square was that you just made. Quant. It looks
3: like a letter and a number. Oh, <laughs> yes. OK, that's yes, that's who I mean. But then I'm sorry, anyway, you know, Daniel. Sorry you have to hear right. about this. Yes, I, I, you're better than all of them.
1: Thank oh, God. you're but so wherever, much better. Wherever but past. both those
0: both those people that you're talking about, Wendy, I think probably like the first two years of college were spent talking. to. I, I mean, it was just nonstop. And for that, I'm sorry. But anyway, OK, so tomorrow I'm supposed to interview Kelly Martin and Chad Lowe. Uh, of life goes on former show life goes on and then there's a reboot coming out uh, and um, they have a podcast together so I just got an email though from Kelly saying like I'm so so sorry she seems delightful by the way i um, like I'm so so sorry to do this but something just came up and I can't do tomorrow can we reschedule or maybe or just Chad could do it Chad Lowe, who I had a massive, massive crush on when I was younger. So, my question is again, this is something that
2: I'm going to stop you right there. It's not even a question because he'll be, he'll be alone and this is now your chance.
0: I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, the, there's part of me that's like, yes, I could just reschedule and not have to like, put on makeup and be present tomorrow. But another part of me is like, but a one-on-one with Chad Lowe and then later a one-on-one with Kelly Martin, those are two good episodes. But you know what? I just answered my own question, but a one-on-two with both of them would also be a good episode. What to do?
1: Just a reminder, honey, if you hit it off with Chad Lowe, the only person we've agreed that you can leave me for is Randy is Mandy? Quaid.
0: Is who?
3: <laughs>
1: Randy Quaid. <For> Randy Quaid. <laughs> I That's
3: thought that. it was, so, I thought it was Mandy Patinkin.
1: So you can have him. No, no.
3: I'm into that. I'd like to leave my husband for Mandy Patinkin. Daniel <laughs> wants to leave me for Mandy Patinkin. We're all I get uh, that we... strong,
0: strong vibes. Mandy, yeah. Patinkin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tony, you're in favor of just going of going forward with with just Chad.
2: Well, that was that was my. Uh, that you're wasn't joking. My real answer. He's doing goofs. I, I, yeah, I was one was, of was... his famous goofs. <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> Tony
0: and his practical jokes.
2: That's right. You know, I he's didn't know you had the original Impractical Joker. Lowe, so. Yeah. <laughs> I might invented- replace that guy that just left.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's going on Impractical Jokers. <laughs> oh no. Doing one of his improv everywheres.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, Cause you know, I also saw that email right before and, uh, right. Yeah. I just assumed you would probably reschedule because it would probably, uh, you know, be good to have them together, but I can understand the wanting to split them up because then you get two episodes.
0: Or I have them together and then later split them up and then I get three
2: Ooh, there you go. <laughs> or
0: I start a new podcast with separately with all of them. And that, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I think it's a it's a win win. And does anyone have any strong feelings about this thing that I'm forcing everyone to discuss, even though it's a me situation?
3: I think it it's just a, a good problem ago. to have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I couldn't get past the idea of like interviewing someone that's not in my skill set. So I don't know what to do because I would be very nervous to do either of those things. So good luck well, out there. I
0: I will say again, letting everyone behind the curtain and forcing people to think about my problems, which are good problems to have and things that I could. If I interview the two of them together. Then basically for research, I can do some light Googling of each of them and listen to their podcast, which I've already done. But if I'm going to do Chad Low solo, then I feel like I should have ahead of time done a real deep dive and like be real up to speed on him. Um, so it's that really would be, be an be argument for postponing. What, Tony? You ought to be able to impress him. Yeah. Right although I always think they'll be impressed when I'm like, in this interview from 1984, you said this, but I was recently a guest on a show and they're like, I read that you said blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this doesn't actually doesn't feel good to me. It just makes me feel like you did a Google search of my name and now I feel uncomfortable. (laughs) So that was was sort of a revelation.
4: Yeah, I was going to turn the lens toward Allison Rosen and find out what some of your tricks are because Wendy was saying it's not in her skill set. When I think about just chatting with someone, I do no prep. So I wouldn't even call it an interview. I prefer to have just like a conversation. And if they unearth things, mm. but doing a podcast, like when I do Space Cave, sometimes I'll have someone on and they're under the guise that I am interviewing them. And so they give oh. these kind of rote answers. Do you get that sometimes where like, they've been making the rounds. Yeah. They kind of just, sh- they send out an answer. And you're like, who are you talking to? And it's so much harder now with zoom because if it were in person, I'd be like, I- Hello. Right. You're, this is. You're not talking to a human here.
0: Yeah. So sometimes do you, I like, do. Yeah. Where do, you,
4: where do you find like the too much research is, uh, a, like a bad thing or some research? Where, where do you fall there?
0: I have experimented with both. I've exper- I've experimented with a ton of research, and I've experimented with like no research, and. I have found for me more, the more research, the better. It just makes me feel better so that if all of a sudden something happens in the interview where like it, that makes my adrenaline go and I suddenly get nervous, I suddenly lose my train of thought, that I have this thing to fall back on. What I do find completely stymies me, and I've talked to other interviewers assuming this was going to be like a common problem, but it turns out it is just me. Um, if I read, if they've written a book and I read that right before I have them on the show, like right before, then every question I think to answer, I mean, sorry, every question I think to ask, I already know the answer. And then I'm like, well, now what do we talk about? But then, but the audience hasn't read the book at all, but I don't want them to think I haven't. It's like, it's this weird thing that totally hamstrings me. <laughs> anyway, Wendy, I bet you would actually be a great interviewer but I, hear I think I'm saying.
3: okay with talking with people, but if I didn't know them and I had to like, if you said tomorrow, like you have to interview this celebrity, I'd be like, Oh, oh, oh no. Wait, is Patti LuPone going to be on the reboot? I don't know.
0: They had her on their podcast though. Their podcast mm. is called the big break. I, I don't think she's going to be a regular on it. Mm. I'm talking. I love that
3: show growing up. I yes. was
0: a big fan. It was a good show. Um, you know, I was an extra on that show. You were, yeah, and I talked about that on the show. And uh, Ray Morgan, one of uh, super listener, actually, he doesn't have what. What's Ray Morgan's nickname? Someone's get him one. He found a screen grab of it, so we have a screen grab of me in the background of Life Goes On. Ooh, Ooh.
3: people at to the think, texting level. Think that, well, as a child, I saw my friend on on TV, my future friend, and I didn't even know. I wonder if I got like a shiver, you know? Oh, right, my what is future? What am I
0: feeling? (laughs) What am I feeling here? Um, Okay, you guys. It's time for, again, I don't want anyone to get canceled like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, but it is time for Yes, Please, or Oh, Please, where we're going to talk about something controversial, and I don't want diplomacy. I just want just your spicy hot takes, regardless of what happens.
2: Is it Yes, Please? Give me some of that. Oh, please. That's much crap
0: deviled eggs
2: i'll jump eggs right that in have been deviled yes please i'll jump right in and say no get the fuck out of here i'm not i'm not a big egg guy in general and uh yeah no desire no desire for deviled eggs ever
0: like would you kick them out of bed
2: yeah for sure. would you they kick someone even, out of bed they wouldn't, they wouldn't for eating them in bed. bed they wouldn't even get in my house I don't even have oh. a house. I live in an apartment, so that's that'll really tell you something.
0: But what if someone showed up with deviled eggs?
2: Do I have to eat one?
0: I don't know. It's it's that kind of thing to get you to eat one. It would be like you'd you'd have to be forced.
2: Yeah, I have. Okay, no, yeah, I don't. Have, have you
0: ever yet. had one?
2: Yeah. It's been a okay. very long time. Admittedly, I was I was very young and I was much yeah. pickier when I was younger. So maybe, But yeah, I just in general, though, not a not a huge egg guy. So uh, I'm the
3: same. Yeah. Not a not an egg fan, not a mayonnaise fan. And I think there's both. Yes. But I will say in the last like five years, maybe I've had deviled eggs that are like a fancy appetizer at a couple of nice restaurants. And I like talked myself into trying one and they were good. But I think if I just saw one at a party and I didn't know its origin, I don't know. (laughs) All right. They just (laughs) kind of gross
2: me out in general.
3: Yeah. Eggs are I like scrambled eggs, but short of that, I'm not an egg guy.
2: Yeah.
3: Don't like it. Daniel.
1: Oh yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm with Tony and uh Wendy on this one. I not I'm not a big fan of hard boiled eggs in particular. Mm -hmm. I, I like eggs other ways, but The hard-boiled. There's really nothing appealing about it, yeah, uh, to me. And then, like, I've been to a thousand potlucks in my life, like at least a thousand, maybe ten thousand, and every single one, somebody. So when
4: did he? How many days have you been alive? Thirty years.
1: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) There were days when I would go to five, six potlucks. I mean who <laughs> as the
0: fuck? Why? Why why that many?
1: Well, uh my parents uh were fans of potlucks and um so we would just get a you know we'd wake up in the morning and look at the the local newspaper and look at all the potlucks and then we'd make the rounds. <laughs> um but here's what I want to point out about it. Uh someone always brings deviled eggs. There's always deviled eggs at a potluck. And uh, I learned to hate deviled eggs. Mostly because I I decided I didn't like them and then they were always in front of me. And so that made me hate them more because I wanted them to not be an option. And then recently you made me try one and it was okay. I did? Yeah, it's okay. But like... Everyone needs to chill out Like this is what I I'm did? saying. This is what I'm saying. If you're going to a party, I did or Wendy maybe in her don't grass the suit. Dicks. <laughs>
0: What was it? Me that made you try it, or was your other lover <laughs> Wendy wearing her grass suit? When I rise
3: up out of the grass. <laughs> <laughs> I deviled eggs in each hand. The viewers, the listeners can't see, but I'm doing a very good imitation of when I get up out of the grass, I'm waving my arms about. I realize you do a cool head thing. Like, yeah, I do. Because yeah. I want to be a little spooky, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Daniel likes his grass a little spooky.
1: Look, deviled eggs on a table with other kinds of food, not appealing. Deviled eggs being carried by sentient mound of grass.
0: <laughs> that you're going to have reason. sex with?
1: Yes, for we some don't reason, extremely appealing. <gasps> Wait, I
0: what? I buy him clothes.
1: She buys me underwear.
3: I thought you I also... I bought her- No, Allison, I would never... That's your husband. I appear as grass. He <laughs> looks at me out the window. He has a doubled egg. I She's... order him some underwear and we're done. Then Let's why does he stare oh, at the grass? I have a great moral fiber. <laughs> why does what he
0: stare he- at Never. the grass
3: with a boner She's then? Confused. I, I... He's he finds it erotic, but we don't <laughs> do anything about it. <laughs>
4: I so was... he wolfs down these eggs and then you immediately go shopping or you just have clothes there?
3: I No, I will order him some underwear on my phone and then I show him and then I lay back down in the grass and wait for night to fall or morning depending on when I showed up I like to spend some time in the grass and then I go home
0: <laughs> oh this is so much more wholesome I'm Daniel yeah. I'm sorry for I the can't believe dirty you look. thought
3: that we were I misunderstood
0: know. I misunderstood yeah, I yes, thought right. that I bought pants for Jeff your husband and then to get back at me you slept with Daniel and no, I, I just, it was more tit for tat.
3: But it just involves me laying in the grass, dressed as grass, standing I get it. up. He looks out the window, fully engorged. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has an egg. I order him underwear. I show him what I ordered. And then I lay back down. And then later I leave. There's nothing I about this it.
4: almost every time. But everyone knows about it now. Why continue with the grass we, the, you could just knock on the door at this point.
3: <laughs> no, no, he What's likes it that way. It's our—it's a game played between two adults. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. This no. is this this is, this is sophisticated stuff, David. I I'm don't feeling like a lot of judgment. <laughs> <decisions.
4: laughs> what are two and I adults? And I feel like it's four adults because there are other partners who potentially. Right. Well, have, this
3: all started yeah. with Allison and, with Allison buying clothes for Jeff. <laughs> and i don't know what got what in me. i just had doing. to buy him pants she knew what she was doing when she started that shit and <laughs> that now I, serve it. I i invited eggs. it
0: yes, and you know, know what that's why i chose deviled eggs as today's yes please or oh please because i wanted to just
3: bring it, it all out up there. yeah um, now i serve eggs to her husband both as and on the lawn while
0: shimmying on the lawn
3: okay <laughs> yeah. david
0: you were the lone yes, please. Cause I, I gotta say how I feel, but let me hear more about your yes, please.
4: Yeah. And it pains me to hear. You know, we, we live in a society where people go get, get a bunch of crap at IKEA and they don't like handmade furniture. They don't like, uh, crafted things, beers, handmade wooden carved spoons, and deviled eggs. People have to scoop out parts and put them in a bowl and use a scalpel and razor around the edge of the egg and crack it open so it's two halves like little boats. And then they take what they've whipped together and they form a little shape. And if no one bothers to get a magnifying glass and look closely, but even when they sprinkle different spices on the top to give it some... Pizzazz. A lot of times those are in the shape of various islands around our planet (laughs) and no one takes the time, let alone eats them. And so I savor each deviled egg and I really appreciate it. And to those people who show up at a potluck and watch everyone – not even lift the edge of the saran wrap that covers their creation. Yes. And they just have to stand there and go, it's okay. I only spent about 40 hours on these. Right. Just ignore them. It's fine. Oh, you're, you're eating some Ritz crackers. That's fine. I only sliced
0: <laughs>
3: gherkins and placed a sliver of a pickle on each one. Yes. It only oh, took no, me if two. If there was a pickle oh. on it, I'd get interested.
0: Well,
3: <laughs> I didn't know people put pickles on them.
0: I do. I don't know if it's common. Sometimes I do. Look, I am also a yes, please. Deviled eggs, bring them on. Growing up, we had a special deviled egg plate. Maybe it was even on my parents' registry. It had a porcelain chicken in the center, and it had 12 little divots for the eggs.
1: Cool as Um, fuck.
0: I have (laughs) made them different ways. I believe the traditional deviled egg is just... Mayonnaise and yolk mashed up. I'm also not really a mayonnaise mm-hmm. fan, so given my history, there's not as, mustard in it. Yeah, there's a little mustard, but I like to make them paprika. just a tiny. Yes, and paprika on the top. I like to make them just a tiny bit of mayonnaise. Sometimes not even mayonnaise. Um, sometimes I just wait. No, what am I saying? Sorry, it's the amount of I. It's the amount of yolk I put in that like sometimes I'll put in more, and sometimes I just put in a tiny bit of yolk, but it still has. Various other things in it, mostly mustard, a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of yolk. But some people use all the yolk. That's like more traditional. Um, And then as Dave pointed out, it really is uh, a labor of love to get that perfect half of an egg, which is why if I'm just making it for myself, it looks like shit. But I think it's good. And it it, (laughs) – Holds up well to a couple spritzes of I can't believe it's not butter, (laughs) and yes, paprika. And then also, you want to put them in the refrigerator. Everyone has, except for Dave, has a look on their face like they can smell
4: something bad. I Um, think it's because you gulped when you said I think it's good, and it was kind of sad. (laughs) It was kind of
3: like (laughs) oh, it is.
4: It is sad.
3: And I'm I'm sad. I'm just worried about that. I can't believe it's not butter. I'm very worried. I thought that that wasn't made anymore.
0: Oh, it's made. I stopped <laughs> using it for years, but I'm back, baby. Do you spray okay. it on the eggs? Well, it depends. Am I making deviled eggs or am I just eating a hard-boiled egg whites? Then <laughs> I spray it on those. Um, you know what? I was eating a ton of eggs. Daniel looks so disgusted. The,
1: the idea of the smell of a hard-boiled egg. Yeah, It's, yeah,
3: it's, like, it's the sulfur smell. It's, I love it a hard-boiled like egg. like
1: farts. I mean, you might as Gross. well have like tiny – I'm going to go – to this potluck And I'm going to bring Tiny little mason jars Where I, I farted in them And then I'm going to Sprinkle paprika on it
3: Really? I uh, put a little mental on it. mental Haunted house <laughs> I used
0: to eat <laughs> Hard-boiled eggs All the time And then I just stopped So I haven't in a while I even put my little Egg steamer thing That I put, I put it away Because I've been off of eggs For a little while Just for no reason Other than just switching it up But yeah um, Hard-boiled I mean deviled eggs Yes Please so I like them so much, sometimes I don't even put them in the refrigerator to chill properly beforehand. And I feel like I could count on one hand the number of potlucks, maybe two, number of potlucks I've been to in my life. Not a ton.
1: This is starting to feel like you you started a podcast just to have an excuse to talk about deviled eggs.
0: Well, you know what? I would prefer to talk about the best coffee that I've ever had that doesn't even involve a coffee machine or heavy machinery or anything. This podcast is sponsored by Cometeer. Cometeer is the first coffee you melt to make. It's delicious quality coffee that's ready in seconds. Cometeer's freshly brewed coffee arrives flash frozen inside the world's first 100% curbside recyclable capsule. It's a super simple way to melt your way to hot or iced coffees, lattes, and so much more. No more machines or heavy equipment needed. It's simply incredible, fuss-free, mess-free coffee. So what it is, is it's coffee that arrives in these little um, recyclable, uh, I was going to say aluminum. I don't know if it's actually made out of aluminum, but it's a little silver looking capsule and coffee engineers, people who know how to make the best coffee ever, make the coffee and then they freeze it and it arrives frozen. And then you can either put it in the refrigerator the night before so it defrosts, which I've done that, or you can just put it into your hot water Uh, Or cold water, whatever, however you whether you want iced coffee, whatever you want, whatever coffee drink you want to make, including just Americano. Um, And then it melts. And it is when I took a sip, I was like, this tastes like the most expensive, delicious coffee one could buy at a coffee place where they overpay for coffee but you won't hear it's like this is this is coffee made by someone who wears a lab coat and has a beaker it's really it's really delicious and i like all the different kinds that we received and i'm blanking on the name of my favorite one it's like babe. brazilian
1: cake brazilian cake lady cake lady
0: Yeah, that's my favorite, Um, but they're all really good. Uh, So Cometeer brings you the best coffee on the planet. It's incredible, but don't just take my word for it. Experience it for yourself and try the coffee you melt to make. Brewed exclusively in partnership with award-winning roasters. We've got a special deal for you. Save $20 off your first order when you sign up at Cometeer.com slash best friend. That's Cometeer, C-O-M-E-T-E-E-R.com slash best friend. Cometeer.com slash best friend. And we thank Cometeer for sponsoring the podcast, I also want to tell you guys about Good Chop. Uh, It's America's online butcher. You get a flexible monthly subscription plan for high-quality American meat and seafood. You can choose from a medium or large plan and enjoy your favorite cuts of beef, chicken, pork, and seafood. It's delivered fla- flash frozen for freshness and sealed with dry ice inside an insulated box. We just got a shipment of it. We got, fil- Daniel, do you remember all the cuts of beef? We got filet mignon. I heard Daniel unboxing it. Um, all the fancy cuts.
1: It was I just really heard a, good. Really I heard good
0: a cuts. bunch of... I heard filet mignon. I heard... Did, was it tri-tip? I wish I could remember all the names. We got
1: tri-tip. We got... Yeah. A, um, I think we got a New York strip. And, yeah.
0: Fancy I mean, beef yeah. cuts. We got... got a
1: ribeye. We got a ribeye. Rib That's
0: what I'm saying. Chicken breast. We got scallops. I think we got salmon. Uh, and Daniel made the chicken last night, and it was so good. Um, it's super convenient, super delicious. Uh, the seafood is sustainable and wild-caught. Uh, the beef, you can order well-marbled Angus Choice and prime cuts or get delicious 100% grass-fed steaks, whatever you prefer. Go to goodchop.com slash bestfriend100 and use code bestfriend100 to get $100 off your first three boxes. Again, that's goodchop goodchop.com slash bestfriend100 and use code bestfriend100 to get $100 off your first three boxes. Goodchop, America's online butcher. Okay. Hmm. I think it is time to say hello. And no, it's not. I was going to say it's time to say hello and welcome to our Patreon people. But first, I need to hear about Wendy was in a situation where she got Zoom
3: bombed. I did. Yes. I was in my first meeting where I experienced a zoom bomb. Was it Jeffrey Tubin? No, it was like a group of what, of men, of course, sorry, men, but come on guys. You do a lot of the bad stuff. Classic men. (laughs) We're just out here trying to like, you know, make up for the thousands of years. We didn't get to do anything. Women Mm -hmm. are just, we got too much to do to be doing the bad stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it was a zoom bombing. I never. And it was like it was very like they tried to be very. It was okay. I'll tell you where I was, but I got to tell you in sort of a roundabout way. I was in an online support group type thing for family and friends. Everyone will know which one I mean. Family and friends. um, I need after when we
0: talk about hairstyles hair stylist. I also, if this is what I think it is, I would like to ask you about this because I've been looking for an online one of those and haven't known where to start. Okay, yes. carry on with you. Okay. And
3: I think the reason I'm not saying exactly what it is because I knew and one of the like rules is you don't like publicize it. Right. You, That's one of the, the traditions or whatever. At the, right. At the level of podcast. At the level of podcast. And so it's it's for um I personally and I'm I'm not saying this to be superior. I personally am not struggling with um like a, an addiction or something like that, but my life is affected by others who might be. And so I've been going to this one and that's what shocked me. It's like, it's this nice gathering of people trying to deal with their problems. And we got zoom bombed and the group, and, and it was like, I'm guessing like six or eight dudes and they were trying to kick them out. And then there's a part where you can kind of like share and they'll unmute you and the guy was like, I'm going to jizz on your face. And, so, and I was like, oh, my God, people are here to get help. Like, what are you Jeez. doing? It made me feel like, like somehow like that scrabbling evil center of humans had like gotten into our Zoom. <laughs> like, yeah. a, like an actual demon was on the Zoom. It was crazy. They eventually s- think, kicked them out and stuff like that. But everyone was really calm about it. But I was like, oh, I didn't really know what a Zoom bombing was.
1: I, I don't know what I that is. I witnessed
3: it. You were on a it's hell like, mouth. Yeah, it was. It's like they were writing all kinds of. But the crazy part was like they were writing racial slurs in the chat, and then saying sexual stuff out loud. And I was just like, "What is the what's the fun? But it was. I don't understand. A group of them all in one room, or like Mm -hmm. all like six, probably different users. It's probably like I'm guessing it's like young guys who think this is somehow like funny or interesting to do. It was really weird, but I felt bad for the people running the meeting because they were just kind of like, you know, scrap so do these scrambling guys get the number? Get out. I think it's because get- a link that, I think because because there's a link that goes out, and a lot it's a big meeting. A lot of people have it, and so I think somebody oh. somehow they you know got it out of someone's email or got it, or maybe like there's some way to hack into Zoom and see like a mm. big meeting that's going on that's an right. open meeting, and so you can just get in there. But it was a wild. My adrenaline was like racing because I was just like, what's happening? So now is this a thing
1: that happens a lot? I'd never heard of this.
3: I think it does. But I had never experienced one. People talked about it a lot early in the pandemic and I had never experienced one in my life. And so I was like, oh, this is what this is. I was almost like I hated that it happened. But I was like, "Okay, now I know what this means when people have said it. So
1: were they showing their faces?
3: No, the one guy who activated and said like the jizz comment or whatever. It looked like it was some kind of weird nude picture, like screensaver thing. It looked horrific, so I don't know. Wow, well, wonder what, what it was.
4: If you if you do that, who do you tell that's impressed? <laughs> right. right.
3: Who reacts and goes, "Oh really? Oh hell yeah!" I was wondering if it's like the extremely toxic, toxic, toxic version of prank calling. Cause uh, to me, the voice of the guy who activated sound like, like an older teen or something. And I'm like, do these guys think this is, but like the racial slur element is really like, had it just been like this sexual stuff, I kind of would have been like, okay, this is like prank calling. They're 17. I they think it's funny to say jizz to a bunch of adults or whatever, But the racial slur element of it is like, no, this is very bad. Like this is that's who says this. It's like were they using the worst of the racial slurs? Absolutely, yes. That is what was being typed in the chat, and it's very disturbing. Maybe
1: they were just. Maybe they were just comedians, Wendy.
3: <laughs> yeah, just comedians that I didn't understand them. I was in a, I, a haunted I was, house. I was in their spooky mental haunted house, and I mm-hmm. didn't understand that I was supposed to be challenged by it. and not. Yes, hey, they're not there to like make you problem. comfortable. Yeah,
4: what conclusion did you come to? Because you just... Yeah, I to draw my
3: year. own conclusions. <laughs>
0: um, okay, let's say hello and thank you and welcome... To the new Patreon people.
2: Allison wants to say thank you to a patreon.com
3: All
0: right. hello, welcome to and I hope you guys are warming up your voices, Wendy and Dave. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Lloyd Parley. Trice Sanders, hello, welcome. He increased his pledge. Jamie Chatrone converted to an annual subscription. Rebecca Johnson, hello, welcome. Lindsay Fields, hello, welcome. Keith Repture, hello, and welcome. Christine Hancock, hello, and welcome. Rye, hello, welcome. You are at the texting level. So now that you are at that level, um, a bunch of post should be visible to you and you can see the number. Text me uh, or reach out to me if you can't find the number. Um, A- Am I saying this right? Amy Quillia Stapleton. Hello and welcome. And Lori Hazelwood signed up for an annual subscription is also at the texting level. Hello and welcome. Okay. I'm going to put all these names in the chat. And then um, <clears throat> oh boy, here we go. Tony, tighten this up because it's just going to be me.
3: David, may I may I kick this one off today? <laughs> it won't be sure. to your disadvantage, I promise.
4: I strongly dis- dis- don't believe that, but sure, of course, yes.
3: I think we can sing it together. I think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see what's up. You're gonna know what what's happening. Okay, at the start of the song. This is the silence that we all observe while <laughs> Allison's typing, <laughs> and it's just some time for yourself to think about what you've done. You know, you know inventory. inventory. This is the closest
4: you can get (laughs) to like, like old um, airline being on their chat right before technology started to kind of get pretty uh, advanced, where you would just hear keys being typed, 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 and then ten seconds later it would just say yes, and then you'd be like, okay. And then you'd wait and wait and wait because one name has shown up, and we've yeah. heard probably a thousand keystrokes.
3: So many. <laughs> yeah, I decided to just put
0: yet. them all. What if? What if then when I hit return, just one more name is there? <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, good. Greg's here.
3: All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, ready, David? Here we go. I'm ready. This week's Patreon has so many names, but which names are the real names? Gonna say a bunch of names. Which ones are real? Is it Lloyd Parley or Garm Staple Barm Barm? Which (laughs) name was real? Take it, David. I don't know
4: which names are real. I'm gonna think about a few names that I know are on this list, like Trice Sanders and Goomba Thune, Norma (laughs) Cachano and Dinah Threw.
3: And then there's maybe some of these names that I'm about to say are real, but maybe they're not. Which ones are real? Jamie Citrone or Bobby Cantalope, Rebecca Johnson or, uh, or, Gargum. Gargamel, <laughs> Take Gargamel. Take it, Gargamel
4: Stevens, Gargamel Stevens doesn't even know that their friend Lindsay Fields is on the same list as them, Gargamel. Gargamel Stevens and Loop da Kamba, the no fifth Keith Rapture and Hamba Louvens, they both live
3: together. <laughs> you've got Chrissy hancock but also lulu jarm jarm and then there's someone named rye or is that a real name we'll never know there's also blarn fargo man there's also cream bomb new moon <laughs> there is amy Kulia stapleton but is she real there's no way we could know
4: There's an also, in addition to Rye, there are names like Try and High and Lie. Those are also names on this list, like Lori Hazelwood, but does she exist? We cannot know if these names are real. Bum, Cthubian, what a deal. Got on Patreon, (laughs) saved a bunch of cash. You should do the same, but do it fast.
3: Names! We did it. Beautiful. That was yeah. beautiful.
0: Oh, my God. Inspired. Beautiful. I loved it. Um, let's hear an iTunes comment of the week. Now, Daniel, I sent you two. Yeah. The longer one, have we already done it? Because if, if I read a self, if I have you read a self-aggrandizing comment twice, that's super embarrassing. Like this conversation. Uh, we could just do the short
1: I one. I don't know. Okay, great. I don't really pay attention to this
4: Wonderful. Show. Ellison wants your iTunes comments. Ellison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't
1: forget to click five stars. I'm gonna read both of them because the first one's short and nice. Okay. Okay. Uh, the first one is "Hey, hey, hey, go f yourself" by No Pants Jim. Love the show more, Renee Colvert. Please, she's the cutest. We haven't had oh, Renee, Renee on in a while. Yeah, She's coming
0: whatever. on next week. No, in two weeks.
1: Uh, the next one, my best friend's podcast, dot, dot, dot. By I Annie think it's Sosa. podcast. Do you, do you really think that's what it is? I
0: suspect been? it's podcast. I've been playing Wordle. I think it's podcast.
1: Okay. Or, podcast uh, is too
2: long for Wordle.
1: Long-time listener since about 2012. During these difficult times, Allison has always been a source of comfort for me. This is an engaging podcast where she always dishes out the details, even at her own expense, lol. (laughs) She's excellent at the interviews, as Allison is very easy to get along with. (laughs) Funny (laughs) and laid back. (laughs) The Thursday gang is always entertaining, and I look forward to it. When I need more air, I sometimes dig back into the archives circa 2015 when she was let go by her former employer and really picked up the heat with the Kim Jones, Heller, Chef Jeff, and her husband, Daniel Roll's Eyes. Keep up the good work, fart jokes and all heart.
0: Thank you for your very nice comments. Leave us a nice comment. Maybe Daniel will read it. Uh, and you can just do that on Apple Podcasts. Or, you know, that's where I go to to, to select the comments for this segment. I mean, my assistant does it, but, you know. Um, but I think now you can pretty much leave a review or a rating on wherever you're listening. So do that because it helps out the show. Daniel, are you suggesting I'm not easy to get along with?
1: Where are you getting that?
0: Because um, you went... <laughs> Like that I heard a little something
1: Yes that is what I'm suggesting Wow (laughs) But it's not true It's a joke You're very easy to get along with
0: I mean these days I'm asleep almost All the time You barely have to uh, You know Interface with me Anyone else sleeping Realizing that they Would uh, do best on like 13 hours of sleep (laughs) No My mother-in-law is here um and I truly slept like thirteen, maybe not, maybe it was eleven hours. It was a ridiculous amount of sleep, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I feel so much better." I would love pretty-
3: sleep that much. That sounds like <laughs> an absolute dream. I'm not kidding.
0: Do you want me to send her over? Please.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it's the greatest. My mom gets here and we get a couple nights of sleep. It's because she all I does the for. early shift. She yeah, gets up, get up at you.
0: like. What is she, what time does she get up? She gets. I mean, up at like I think four, she gets
1: up at like four thirty morning. On her, like on, her these, on her she own. On her own. She goes to bed. So,
0: re- yeah, she goes to bed early, wakes up early. I think she gets up mm. a little later when she's here because she stays up until like eight thirty or something. But she and like she loves it, and so then I woke up at eleven thirty, and I was like, oh, i must a, a yeah. worm, but I, but yeah. a well rested worm. When and you also,
1: must I must not get any sleep, right?
3: We what I Jeff mean, and I do a is we switch off every night sleeping in but that just means if it's not your sleep in morning you get up at like 6 15 when the kids get up if you're sleeping in you can roll out of bed at like 7 15 for school stuff but on the weekend you might get an 8 30 if your body will allow you to sleep but right frequently mine won't like jeff gets up but then i'm already awake so i just get a cup of coffee and what i'll do is like watch a movie or something like that which I never get to do. I'll watch like a whole entire movie or something and drink coffee and, and try not to feel guilty because the next morning is my morning. So mm-hmm. it's fine. That's like a Saturday or Sunday.
0: I think we learned the trading off. Cause that's what we do when we don't have Daniel's yeah. mom here. That's what I we do with our mornings.
3: I, that's yeah. I don't understand how that from who you. don't, but right. that's just us. Some people like to, I don't know. They do their own thing. So yeah. Some families, everyone gets up.
0: Mm-hmm that sounds painful.
1: David, how is uh how's sleep for you these days with the little one?
4: Oh yeah. Uh I started drinking coffee. Oh, I've uh, never been a coffee oh. person in my life. So Really?
3: Oh, wow. oh my gosh.
4: <laughs> so I got one of those things that Allison had mentioned previously as like a trial thing. It was when I first started, I remember ha- like being with some friends. I mean, like, do you guys drink coffee? And the wife did And uh, I was like, "Do you uh, are you good at it?" And she goes, <laughs> uh what am i good at coffee and i was like yeah yeah like i i like the idea that people know you know the temperature to pour it over or like how to have their beans roasted oh and yeah all this stuff and uh i don't think i'm to that level yet but i try to like convince myself that getting up really early i think coffee is just a pavlovian thing i don't really think it does anything like physically i don't feel oh. jittery ever even if i drink a ton of it i never feel like I'll buzzy But I start to like look, if I'm miserable. Sounds like you're not good at it. I'm not good at it. But I I use it as sort of like, I would rather do anything than get out of bed right now. And then I'll be like, yeah, all right, I'll make some coffee. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. Yes. Mm
3: -hmm. I would say I credit coffee with my entire career. I was like (laughs) flailing in my 20s. And then, I mean, I was doing okay, but I couldn't get my shit together. And then I'm... Jeff and I started dating and he was a coffee drinker and I slowly switched from tea to coffee. And then I suddenly became very motivated and capable of a lot more work. <laughs> and I'm not kidding that I'm like, I am basically on drugs, um, but it's just stop, stop the podcast and go get some cocaine. <laughs> exactly. But really it's just coffee. I think if I had to stop drinking coffee, I would no longer have a career. I truly believe that in my heart of hearts. How times when I try to quit, I just don't get as much done. It really works with my brain in particular, but all those studies are like, drink five cups of coffee a day. It's fine. It's actually good for you, so it's fine. I just how many do you drink a day? Oh, only like somewhere in the neighborhood of two to four. Okay, because I recently I'm
0: like a two a day. I become a two. I used to be like a nine a day person. I would just Mm -hmm. not.
3: I would so much that you're not functioning probably.
0: Yeah, I I would drink coffee all day, and I'd be like, it doesn't even affect me, and then I couldn't sleep at all, and I yes. somehow like never put the two together. Um,
1: so I mostly coffee d- at night. You'd have a cup of coffee at night, and then be I like, know. I can't fall asleep. What's going on?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, when I was th- Adam, I was it's also recording steps. in the evening or doing shows in the evening, and so always drinking coffee. Anyway, um. But recently, because I've been so tired, I've been had. I've had that third cup, and I find there's quite a payoff on the third cup. I think I might need to be a three cup a day person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna. I change. think for me,
1: it's like I just habit. I'm not sure I notice any effect from coffee in the morning. am um, you would notice. I was way. actually getting. Yeah, I was getting a little tired of it, and this isn't just because they were a sponsor, but the commentator. Uh, has given me a renewed interest in coffee, just because it's really good, but it's also different and fun mm-hmm. to like do your coffee differently. Like you don't need a machine. Uh I kind of like the no fuss aspect of it. Um,
3: I googled that right when you were doing the ad. That's the first time I've ever done that. I was like, that sounds good. I might have to get some of that if it's
1: <laughs> yeah, good. There's lots
3: if of it's varieties. genuinely good, I really want. It's really some. good. It yeah, is. it tastes it like. Yeah, it reminds
0: uh, me of um. I can probably say, this is not the, it reminds me of Intelligentsia or like those really, yeah, it's good, like that really
2: good high-end like, coffee places
0: here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tony, do you drink coffee?
2: I do, every day. Uh, I think I've talked about this before. I've, for some reason, the last several years developed a weird, I don't really drink hot coffee anymore. Mm. I always used to, but now I'm like almost exclusively cold brew. Uh, mm. Yeah. How do you I do have- it? I usually just buy it. I've tried to make it myself and every time I've tried oh. to do it on my own, I'm never happy with it. So I end up just buying it or I go somewhere and get it. Um, and I, I'm not a coffee snob at all, though. Like it's just really, like it serves like a it's like a function thing for me. So it's just like I get up and have some right away and then on with the day. Yeah.
0: Um. Listen, you guys. For most people, the new year means rethinking how they take care of themselves. Native makes it easy to switch to a personal care brand that makes all their products with simple ingredients. Um, I feel like Wendy, did you put on? Wait, who was? Or was it Allie Ward? Someone I had Native deodorant in the studio the last time they were on. It wasn't someone, me. I didn't. Do it, it, it wasn't you. I think it was no. Allie Ward. I think um, that sounds right to me. Yeah, Yeah, someone put it, I think she put it on because it smells so good. Well, now I have this coconut and vanilla scented native deodorant and it, I would like to eat. I would not recommend eating it, but it smells so good. Coconut and vanilla scented aluminum free deodorant. It's been a customer favorite for years. Uh, now native is on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine. They create products that are made with simple ingredients like shea butter and coconut oil so you can smell great all day long. Um, this deodorant checks a lot of boxes, aluminum free 24 hour protection, zero residue on skin application, over 10 cents to choose from. It, they smell so good this year up your personal hygiene routine with native go to native do.com slash best friend and use promo code best friend at checkout and get 20% off your first order that's native do native slash best friend or use promo code best friend at checkout for 20% off your first order all right you guys I think we've done it what am I what am I leaving out How's our, anyone have any last things they feel we need to discuss? David, I feel like it's been forever since I've seen you.
4: Yeah, it does feel that way. It's nice to see all you guys. Good to see you too. How's life? You're drinking coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're drinking talking coffee. about coffee. Yeah, I've been writing a bunch of little audio sketches and recording them. And that's been like a little fun way to just kind of reach out to people and not give them uh, you know sometimes i feel like some of the things we do like hey you want to catch up and do like a zoom hangout and like wendy was saying just the digital kind of dread like you get overwhelmed so that's been kind of fun like hey let's just do like 10 or 15 minutes and that uh has kept me sort of my mind occupied so otherwise uh yeah i think things are as good as can be it feels like uh the pandemic might you know uh be getting so normal at this point that maybe we'll just like ride it in like a surfboard to the beach where we don't notice the last few waves or something like that. Right.
1: Yeah,
4: yeah I don't know. They're, what did yeah,
1: They they just discovered uh new variants in rats in New York. Okay. Oh. Perfect. Cool.
3: So oh, and I love to kiss rats. <laughs> <So bad laughs> That's like me. my whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who knows the fun ways it might mutate, but uh, no, yes, you're right, David. I think it does feel like it's over or at least coming to an end. Hopefully that's true. God, God
3: I really want you guys to knock some wood right now, please. (laughs) Please don't say that out loud without knocking some wood. I know.
0: Remember how much fun it was over the summer when we all got together? Like any yeah. person. I feel
3: like, I feel like maybe not next month, but the month after, right? We'll be back in person. I think I so. would I think. Me, I, I need personal
2: stuff so badly. I, need I know.
3: I need we'll it. do it. We'll be back in person. <sighs> right. Well, like Elliot is now
0: vaccinated, and then it seems so like they'll is. approve the vaccine for under I don't five. Think I knew yeah. That. Yeah. That's well, yeah, because he just had his birthday. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. He's no, a happy birthday, Elliot. Yeah. I think he's a citizen of the world now. He's a yeah. five year old. Whoa. I know. He's a
2: big, oh, yeah. a big I did, I guy. I totally saw your post about his, and I didn't put that together. That Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. No, that's you awesome. Know.
0: Right. So I think that they will then, it seems like they're going to approve it for the under five soon. I think that's right. Yeah. That's okay. Great. Yay. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us. And yeah. uh, what? I feel like I'm, Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen, listen to Upworthy Weekly, blah, 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 and Childish. Wendy, where do we find you? What should we keep an eye open for?
3: Um, I'm at Wendy Melano on Twitter. I'm at Great North Wendy on, oh, The Great North Wendy, I think, on Instagram. And, um, there's hardly ever anything on there because I don't know how to have a public facing Instagram that isn't just my kids. Um, and then, um, uh, obviously watch Bob's burgers and still ready for that show. And then, um, please check out the great North on, you can binge the whole show on Hulu, uh, or we're on Fox Sunday nights coming back February 27th. If you like the show, go on and give us a, nice thumbs up or review on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever like that if you like it because we're kind of new so it's helpful or tweet to your friends about liking the Great North because we're new yes. and nice to get there's literally five literally 500 scripted shows a year so any you know way we can get ourselves out there is is nice so thanks
0: to it Wendy I totally forgot to talk with you about your um Your new running situation with your son that you've been posting about. Right. Next time you come on, I'm just gonna just nonstop running discussion because I'm anti. I'm I'm anti run. So we'll get into that. David, what
4: about you? Where do we find you? What should we look look out for, etc. Um, David com is where all my stuff is. You can listen to podcasts I've done over the years, including uh, Professor Blastoff, Space Cave, which is a weekly one I do where I interview scientists and artists. There's one up now with a uh, musician and philosophy professor from Colorado State named Dominica Romagni. She's so great. And then uh, episodes of These Are Those Tapes that I do with Wendy, uh, a very God. serious, <laughs> hard-hitting theater of the mind. She's embarrassed of it. She used to tell a, me I was embarrassed of it. but Yeah. No, I've become switched. embarrassed.
3: Yeah. She's yeah it's, embarrassed. A, it's a real spooky, mental haunted house <laughs> that, we gui- <laughs> that we guide you through. Um, you and make your draw your own, your own conclusions. Yeah. yeah, you,
4: yeah. <laughs> you can listen to my stand-up albums there. And I recently um, – well, the whole Spotify situation and the royalty. It's just an extension of Napster, basically. So try to support artists if you can. Uh, but you can see all that crap at com and Big Nothingness. There are links to it both on Vimeo and YouTube. And it made some year-end uh, top 10 lists. That's which so awesome. Cool. So, yeah. So nice. thanks to those of you who have watched it. I hope you enjoy it. Congrats. That's it for me. Daniel?
1: Uh, You can just find me here on this show every week. <laughs> Quants
4: on the snappy.
1: Yeah.
3: Quants on the snappy. Uh, Great. Uh no, I'm oh.
1: starting Listen, I'm starting a new venture called Quants University and um <laughs> a lot of big minds, big thinkers are going to be involved. Uh and you can join and you uh, can only pay for it with um uh pictures of your naked body as NFTs.
0: Oh wow. Like NFTs of your body or just pictures?
1: NFTs and I own. Them. <laughs>
4: Oh, he summoned Wendy from the you grass. S- oh, no.
1: <laughs> Covered in grass. Covered in grass with deviled eggs.
2: <laughs> Tony, what about you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram ads. Tony Thaxton. And Bizarre Album's my podcast every Tuesday. And, yeah, that's really about it. Not much not much happening in Thaxland right now.
0: Oh, no. Why are we having a lull in Thaxland?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's real, real <laughs> boring around Thaxland right now.
0: Thank you guys so much for coming on. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye.
1: Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.